It's day 10 of the Dream Napkin Devotion Series, and uh, I guess technically this is the halfway point, as close as we could get to a halfway point, and uh, we're pumped that you're here. Also pumped that our Family Ministries pastor, Katie Ellis, is back on the podcast. Hey, everybody. All right, so day 10, here we go. Let's do it. verse today is from Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. It says, This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is a little Christmas Christmas theme in, uh, in August, but we had to use this verse for this devotion series because um, I think it speaks so well to how it seems like God always sets things in motion before you're ready. Think of all the situations in your life when um, you know you were getting emotionally, physically, and spiritually prepared to take the next step. And so in your mind, like you're expecting God, even preparing, even committing to a future point when as soon as you blank, then you will blank. Like we're hoping and expecting God to work on our timeline. So as soon as we get everything in order, then God will be ready to do what it is that you want us to do. But God usually starts before we're perfectly prepared. He asks us to to give before we saved enough, or he asks you to take a step before you figured out the final destination. He asks you to let go right before you get a firm grip. Now think about how much different the Christmas story would be if Mary conceived a child after she was married to Joseph. If you if you have a Bible or you're you're reading the verse along with us or you see it on the screen, there's so many like uh, statements in there with commas. So here's how Jesus was born. It says Mary was engaged to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, comma while she was still a virgin, virgin comma like all of these uh, prefaces because. God was moving way before Mary was prepared to, to, for God to do that. It would have been so much easier for Mary to manage the miracle, but that would have been so much less miraculous. We want to experience miracles, but we never want to need a miracle. Have you ever thought about that? We want to be used by God to do something significant, but we don't want to have to be afraid, embarrassed, or unprepared. Well, that wouldn't be a miracle. That would be miracle management. God's dream for your life is going to require faith. That is a fact. Faith involves feeling at least a little unprepared. Not because God is unprepared. He's not making it up as he goes along. He's known the plan since before the beginning of time. He wants us to have to trust to, he wants us to have to trust him a little at a time. So we'll talk to him more. And uh, that was kind of the point anyway. So Katie, so many things we could talk about here. Um, I would say that that uh, you are a faith-filled person, mm-hmm. at least, uh, you know, at least a, a good bit. And so what are some ways that you've seen God um, move you forward or move in your life or put you in a situation before you are ready to, uh, to do that? Uh, well, more recently, um, I've started a career as a teacher 
And um, about like a couple months into my career, I kept feeling like it wasn't where I was supposed to be. But Brad and I had a conversation and he was like, okay, uh, financially in about five years, maybe you could stop and go back to being a stay-at-home mom and we would, you would volunteer at church full-time or something to that sort. And I was like, okay, I can do five years. I can do five years. And probably like three months later, I was offered a job here as family ministry pastor. And to me, I was like, I'm not ready. I thought it was going to be five years from now. And I even remember talking to God saying like, I thought we talked about this. It was supposed to be five years from now. But um, I remember feeling like he was said, well, whose timing would that be? And how much faith would that take if we did it in your timing? Well, that's, that brings up kind of a life principle for me that I've learned about myself and other people over the years is that once you start talking about something that's in your heart, it's going to happen way sooner than later. So if you say, oh, yeah, we're thinking about moving. We're not really going to sell the house yet, but, you know, we're just going to look. But we'll probably sell it, like, next summer. No, you're going to sell it this summer. Yeah. You know, if you say, oh, I'm thinking about looking for another job. I'm not totally sure. Probably stay where I'm at for a while. You're going to find another job. Once you start saying the dreams that are in your heart, and I remember you and I had a conversation in the church hallway, like, I think one day, yeah, this is the dream of my heart, but in several years, and I just kind of laugh because I'm like, okay, well, if you're already saying it out loud, it's going to happen way sooner than uh, than you probably think think that it will be. But mm-hmm. that's a great example of how, um, you know, it made you feel a little bit overwhelmed. Whereas if you had had years to prepare yourself, mm-hmm. you could have done a great job, but you probably would have depended on God much less than you are right now. Absolutely. What are, what are some other examples where you or you and your family have had to move or act before you felt like you were ready? Uh, well, one example I could think of is uh, on the topic of tithing. So I was a stay-at-home mom. We were pregnant with our second daughter, one income, and I felt God tugging on my heart to start giving to church. And uh, not having any income, that was going to be a hard conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, Brad, we're going to start giving 10% to the church. Um, And so I felt God tug on our heart there. But then luckily, the way God works, Brad was the one that brought it up. And he was like, I think we need to start tithing. And I was like, the numbers don't add up, but let's do it. And um, even though at that point, we were probably living more paycheck to paycheck, God, and once we started really giving the full 10%, God started blessing us um, beyond belief with promotions through him and different things that um, was opportunities for me to make money. And uh, yeah, God showed up for that. That's a perfect example. Probably where most of the people listening right now are at, living at. Um, I think in the area specifically of giving and generosity, we want miracle management. We don't want miracles. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to have to give until God either gives us more money or until we clean up our financial situation. And, And God sets it up to where he says, all right, well, do it first. I'm challenging you. It's on your heart. It's in your mind. Do it first. And then I'm going to show up. And that is so hard for us to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's about a career. Like, well, I can't step out in faith and start that business until something happens, a certain payment amount or a certain, um, you know, salary at my job or a transition at my job or or whatever it is. Maybe it's a relationship. Um, God is wanting to do something miraculous in your life, and that is going to require a level of faith that's going to be scary. If you're not scared a little bit, at least, it's probably not God. Mm -hmm. 
because you're managing the miracle instead of God doing something uh, truly miraculous. So we end every day with a prayer, uh, and this is our prayer today for day 10. It says, God, I want to experience miraculous things in my life, so help me to trust you more and try to control things less. Wow, that's hard. God, let me read it again. God, I want to experience miraculous things in my life, so help me to trust you more and try to control things less. Amen.